Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participation restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Talk of the Tune, a Newcastle United podcast. My name is Will, and for this week, I'm joined by the one and only Mr. Alex Gray. How are you doing, Gray? I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, I'm a lot better after yesterday's results. Quickly address the elephant in the room, or the lack of. <laughs> Made that same joke last week. Hey! Uh, Hodgie's not here. He is in Paris this weekend. Ooh la la. Living it up. I think it's someone's birthday, isn't it? So he's jet setting over there so you've just got me and gray this week unfortunately for you how are you doing gray what have you been up to since we last spoke let us know why you missed the match last week actually so i can't say too much but i might have some exciting news for the dog owners of newcastle <laughs> and in particular heaton and jasmine <laughs> okay yeah i forgot you couldn't actually mention it yet but yeah some potential exciting news bubbling away for Monsieur Gray, the absolute business tycoon that he is. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to announce that fairly soon though, Gray, so best of luck. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed indeed. Uh, let's get into it. Icebreaker question. I feel like it's okay reusing the same one as last week because loads of people have been wondering, Will, what is Gray's favourite cocktail? Uh, and they've been you know, emailing in, they've been asking on Twitter, they've been doing none of these things. But for the sake of it, Gray... What is your favourite cocktail? So it'd probably have to be a dark and stormy. Can't be a bit of rum and ginger beer. It's uh, it's push out from me. There's a man who likes whiskey sour because he can't drink whiskey straight. I can. It just doesn't agree with me. Thank you very much. I get, uh, <laughs> I get fighty and black out. No, I feel like it's just a glorified double or like a spirit mixer, a dark and stormy. I'm not saying I don't like it. I do like it. But isn't Hodgie's thing like you've got to have three ingredients for it to be a cocktail? And I'm not really counting a, a wedge of lime. It's, a, it's usually a squeeze of lime, isn't it? I mean, we're talking the same fucking thing there, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know. For the sake of it, though, dark and stormy. So what did Hodgie say? He said a pina colada, I'm whiskey sour, and now I've completed the triangle. We've got grey with a dark and stormy. Enough of that. Uh, I'm glad we now know each other a little bit more, but fucking hell, straight on to the football. I've got to stop swearing as well. I keep getting told off by my yeah, mum. Your mum will be having words. I know. Sorry, ma'am. Into the football. What a brilliant result for Newcastle United yesterday where we are recording on Friday the 19th of May the day after we have beaten Brighton 4-1 at St James's Park great as usual sum up that match in three words please yeah I know I struggle with that but yeah this week I'm going to go with (laughs) normal service resumed I like it 
I like it. Um, I'm going to go with the one that you were going to go with and what's being bandied around quite a lot on the internet at the minute, and it's one step closer. I'm seeing that term used quite a lot by uh, like NUFC, Twitter, social, and all the players as well. And Hodgie, the good lad that he is, has submitted his three words. <laughs> it's quite a good one, actually. He's, uh, in all capital letters, has put, he's from Blythe. He's from <laughs> Blythe. In reference to our man Mountain and the absolute legend that is Big Dan Byrne, who apparently, I've learned this week, drives a smart car. Does he? Did you know this? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. Mate, there's a picture I'll send it on to you. Uh, I was papped at the training ground driving a, a smart car, six foot seven Dan Byrne. You must have lost a bet or something. Oh, I don't know. Well, they have that money to play with, don't they? It's the kind of thing they could just go and buy as a bet, isn't it? Uh, it was actually picked up. It's the weirdest mashup ever. I've just seen it on Newcastle's Twitter. John Cena, you know, the wrestler. Yeah. It's like answering questions in like a press thing for the new Fast and Furious movie. And he's like, Dan Byrne, I respect that. And then goes into this monologue how he really respects the fact Dan Byrne drives a smart car. It's the most bizarre thing you will see all day. We digress anyway. Sorry. Onto the topic of Dan Byrne. What an absolutely brilliant result for Newcastle United yesterday, Gray. You were at the game. Do you want to talk us through your, your thoughts and feelings now the dust has settled a little bit? Yeah, I mean, we got off to an absolute flyer. And got to say, the the atmosphere in the stadium was uh, was incredible. And yeah, another strong war flags display and uh yeah certainly looking forward to what they've got in store on monday but oof. yeah i mean i was a little bit shocked at how poor brighton were i expected a bit bit more of a game especially in that first half and they just didn't seem to be up for it we pressed them so so high and they just kept trying to play it out from goal kicks and mm. just fucking up every time sorry was man <laughs> and uh <laughs> And yeah, I mean, we just looked like a different team and we just had so much more fight than I feel like we've had in the last few games against Leeds and Arsenal in particular. And it was just, uh, it's quite just refreshing to see. What do you think it is that was different? Because obviously it was an unchanged team from the Leeds game where we were all very frustrated with that 2-2 draw. Where do you think the difference was coming from? How was it any different to that previous game in your mind? We just seem to have so much more energy. And I think, it almost played into our hands a little bit, trying to press Brighton. We managed to get kind of a foothold in the game quite early on and just kind of, we're just very dominating where against Leeds and Arsenal, we really struggled to do that. And it was really, those two games were really frustrating and very stop-start and both Arsenal and Leeds just didn't really let the game flow in any way where mm. Brighton basically didn't come to disrupt us and yeah. kind of allowed us a bit more freedom there. But I just thought, I don't know, everyone seemed to be a bit more up for it, whether they had a good talking to from Mad Dog or what, I don't know, but certainly <laughs> something uh, <laughs> so, something, something has changed this week. I saw a great tweet today, which is a picture of Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall stood on the sideline, and there's a caption from Newcastle just saying, team. And then someone's commented, there's no I in team, but there is an I in individual brilliance. And just a picture of Mad Dog. <laughs> He's <laughs> such that. a meme at the minute, I love it. Yeah, I mean... As you say, I think it's the approach of the opposing team, isn't it? Like, as I say, Arsenal and Leeds very much had a game plan. doesn't seem like Brighton have followed the same script. You've alluded to it. We got off to a really good start. or We managed to get a, a strong foothold in the game. And shockingly, but also very pleasantly surprised, those two opening goals both came from set pieces. Uh, one being a corner and one being a free kick. Both obviously brilliantly... Um, 
put into the danger area by Kay Tripps, who's been nominated for player of the season. Very deservedly. Big up Kieran Trippier. But yeah, first goal is an own goal from, I think it's Dennis Undav, isn't it? The Brighton yeah, player. Um, Trippier just whips it into the dangerous place. In swinging corner. Comes off his head. And then we're at 1-0. And then we've got Big Dan Byrne from a free kick who just seems to find all the space in the world. And it's right on the money yet again from Trips. And then Big Dan Byrne makes it 2-0 against his former team. I mean, absolutely brilliant and something we've been calling out for pretty much all season, isn't it, Gray? I was reading some stuff in the press or watching a video of Dan Byrne after the game. Even he had admitted that, you know, with Kieran Trippier's quality of delivery, um, that we should have been doing better. So yeah, set pieces is absolutely on point in this game. Uh, absolutely spot on. Uh, do you agree, Gray? And is it nice to see them finally clicking? And do you agree with Dan Byrne's assessment that we should have been doing better from free kicks and set pieces all season? Yeah, and I think the the other game where we put set pieces in just as well was Southampton. And yes. the big difference which I've seen in those two games compared to the other games we played is that we were actually whipping the ball in with so much more purpose like that first mm. goal trippy has just absolutely whipped it in at the like near post and it's almost be going in the goal regardless of it getting a touch or not and it was just so much more dangerous than the loopy floaty crosses to the back post which we seem to be doing a lot more which is a bit frustrating and seems to be quite easily dealt with but it's quite good to see us trying to mix it up a bit and actually yeah looking so much more threatening and having a player of trippy's ability like, I'm surprised we've not seen a bit more of that. But then you do look at the number of headers and things we've won from corners. And Shah in particular has won a huge amount of headers. And they've all pretty much gone flying over the bar, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I certainly think we should have scored a lot more goals. Yeah, 100% agree with Dan Byrne that yeah, having someone with the quality of Trippier, we should be scoring a lot more often than we are from his set pieces. Yeah, it's quite refreshing to see that level of honesty. I guess, and not trying to shake behind it, not say, well, the lads have done really well this season. It's good for them to come out and say, well, yeah, we've tried to address this and it's worked well here. Um, as I say, with the firepower and the height we have in our defensive back line, obviously Kieran Trippier excluded because he's the one firing them in and he's also very short. We should have been doing a lot better. and I'm glad to see that hopefully it's something that we've worked on. Yeah, I was getting really pissed off with all these really floaty balls into the box. They just weren't the ones. So yes, let's hope that's a sign of things to come in the next couple of games as well as we try and secure this Champo League football. On Big Dan Byrne, obviously the scorer of the second goal. I thought he had a brilliant game overall yesterday, Gray. I think it's probably the best we've potentially seen from him in a Newcastle shirt. Do you agree? Yeah, and he was just, yeah, solid. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are certain times where I think Isaac was uh, trying to wait for him to be bombing up the line like a left back <laughs> would, but uh, yeah, he he wasn't there at certain times. But I mean, defensively and just even his presence on set pieces, yeah, was just so, so good to see. And I mean, you can't help but feel like him getting that goal certainly just lifts him that little bit and he just seems to give that extra 10 percent and it's yeah uh, he just he just seems to love it especially playing yeah. at home as well yeah oh, you can tell he absolutely lives for the moment i think he was unlucky to not get another goal when again it was from another set piece when he takes the ball down takes it round lewis dunk and just very narrowly misses thought a very very strong attacking display from from him yesterday which is not something i ever thought i'd say but also obviously very solid in defense in terms of other strong performers on the day um it was good to see that miggy and kieran trippier link up 
paying dividends again. I think Miggy, uh, if you look at his heat map from the game yesterday, was incredibly impressive. Never stopped running. It's like the Miggy of the, the first half of the season. He didn't have a good game against Leeds. I think we said we would have preferred Jacob Murphy to start. But in hindsight, I think we know that he had a bit of a niggle for that game. And so it was really reassuring to see Miggy come back into the team against Brighton and put on a really strong performance. Obviously, you were there, Gray. Was it clear to see how good and how impressive Miggy was on the day? Yeah, I mean, like you say, back to his old self, just running around like a controlled headless chicken. And just, I mean, something seems to have just been lifted off him a little bit. Uh, Certainly yesterday it felt that way. And he just uh, played with that bit more freedom, which is quite good. And I mean, we'll come on to it, but like the way he picked up that ball and played that ball in for Wilson for for his goal was really, really good to see. Yeah, he just seemed to have so much more energy. And I think, to be fair, our whole team did. The person I've mentioned a couple of times in our chat is Willock. And I just felt like he just relentless in his running, almost like Longstaff-like and just play that role to a T uh, and unfortunately picked up that injury at the end and hopefully it's not too bad but looks like it might be out for the season but I mean the whole team they just gave it their all and we're just just so so good to watch and just pressing I mean Miggy certainly led from the front there he was uh he was right in their faces and the number of times he nearly stole the ball back from their goal kicks and things was uh yeah we got very very close in a couple of occasions mm. The high press works so well for us. On its day, when it's working for us, it's brilliant. And I love to see it displayed and kind of frustrating that other teams have figured that out a little bit in kind of previous games. But it's really paid dividend, as you say. And Miggy is so important to playing that high press because he, he just never stops running. And yeah, totally agree. I think his assist for Wilson was was excellent. That was a very, very good goal. It comes from, I think, Trippier absolutely bouncing that Matoma lad off the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then he plays it to Miggy, takes it around that Caicedo, uh, who's supposed to be like 80 million quid rated off to Arsenal, but he makes him look like a tit. And then how Wilson stayed on side there, I do not know. Um, that is experience at its very best. But yeah, really strong performance from Miggy, as I say. That obviously leads to the, th- that was the third goal. But you mentioned when we were in the pre-recording that when Brighton scored their goal, it kind of took the wind out of the sails a little bit and killed the atmosphere. It was probably quite an easy goal to prevent. It was just a straight ball through the middle that their strikers just run onto. Fabian Scherz getting nowhere near it and they make it 2-1, which very much changes the game and the nerves are brought back, aren't they? Yeah, it was just a very disappointing goal to concede and probably very preventable. Like Our, our midfielders, I think, very much to blame and they should have been working a lot harder to, to press, was it Gilmore? Uh, yeah. From playing that ball through. Yeah, I mean, it was a good finish and it was close to being offside but actually seeing the replay he was uh he was well on i think shah was playing him on which mm. has happened a few times this season to be fair on um, very similar occasion like passes mm. shah has been found uh to be the last he's man ball watching isn't he mm. but he's also ball watching he's not picking the man up crazy in premier league football that you give someone like a few steps how much difference that can make if they're away from you they're away from you and then the inevitable is that they they put it past nick pope and they make it 2-1 you mentioned before that it took the wind out of the sails was it palpable to see was it nerves do you think or was it just like fucking hell it's, we're gonna throw this away again yeah i mean i certainly was thinking it's gonna be one of those games again like brighton really didn't do much until that point in the game and it just it's like one of those like the longer it went on and we didn't create many chances after that and mm. it was just you could just feel that tension build in the stadium. Yeah, you could feel it. And I'm sure the players probably felt it as well. And players know we've got so much on the line. I think the fans know we've got so much on the line going for Champions yeah. League. 
we've already mentioned that third goal and when that went in, the place just erupted. But there was almost that little bit of pause and that you just felt that whole relief come over the stadium and then mm. everyone just cheer and it was just just a weight off everyone's shoulders and everyone could just start enjoying it again. And it was, uh, mm. yeah, it was certainly a, a very tough half an hour or so to watch yeah uh, let's come on to those final two goals but how weird is that Hodgie from Paris has just sent me a reminder to go to a mid-roll break so I'm gonna do that now um Always before I do... <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't sent a message to asking me to do the socials that'll probably come later but yeah let's go to a quick break now but before we do we'll do a quick push on the socials so you can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms so Spotify iTunes Acast we'd really appreciate it if you give us a follow and if you're feeling super generous a five-star rating or review you can find our podcast podcast on twitter at tott podcast on instagram at tott underscore podcast and on facebook and youtube by searching for talk of the tune podcast right we shall be back in a second ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue nile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, we're back. Back with a bang. Uh, Yeah, so frustrating not to have kept a clean sheet again. But as long as you're scoring plenty of goals, it doesn't really matter. You just got to go score more goals than the opposing team. And one person who is scoring a lot of goals at the minute is our man, Callum Wilson. Obviously, we've talked about it there, that a good assist from Miggy, but the man you want up front and centre puts it past Jason Steele to make it 3-1 and put the game to bed. Good goal from him, but Gray, I mean, 11 goals he's scored since April. Bear in mind, it's mid-May now, 19th of May. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, hell of a return, isn't it? And I think, is he the highest goal-scoring striker since April across all five top divisions? Yeah, no player in Europe's top five leagues has scored more goals than him since April, which is an unbelievable stat. It says it all for a man who is really, really struggling after the World Cup as well. He's, yeah. uh, he's managed to turn it around and he's just on fire at the minute, isn't he? And it's just so good to see. I'd love him to get hit that 20-goal mark. I really would. I think it's... Uh, it's got to be a, a goal of his. He certainly probably is good enough to score 20 goals a season, isn't he, if he stays fit? But What's he up to now? He's up to 18, isn't he? Yeah, he's 18, uh, that, wasn't it? Should have yeah, been 19. 18 goals as well. should have been. This is his highest return in the Premiership to date. He once scored 20 goals in a season in the Championship for Bournemouth, but prior to this season, his highest return in the Prem was 14 goals for Bournemouth. So what a man. He's absolutely allergic to hat-tricks, or Eddie Howe doesn't want him to score a hat-trick, but just completely gone under the radar, hasn't it? I mean, admittedly, because those 11 goals have come so late in the season, but such an underrated player for us this season, obviously being plagued with injury in his career, been a bit part player for us so far, but now he's fully fit, he's really firing, and fucking hell, 18 goals and 29 league appearances 
that's just a brilliant return. And especially when everyone's talking about Alexander Isaac and how much he cost. Wilson's just been a true pro. He's got on with his job. And I thought it was really, I mean, you know, Trippier went off in like the 95th minute. But even when he went off, he gave the captain's armband to Wilson, which I think was a, a really nice touch. And I think so deserving. And he could be, a you know, he's very much made of the stuff that could be a captain in any other Premier League team. It just so happens that we have quite a few leaders in our team and he'll be such a big voice in that dressing room. I mean, just on that, he's not actually part of a leadership group, I don't think. I don't know if you heard Trippier on the High Performance podcast, but um, he mentioned our players' leadership group and I'm sure Wilson actually wasn't one of those names, which is quite interesting oh, really? to see because I, I would have thought he certainly would have been there. Yeah, I thought he would have been one of the first. Who was in that uh, leadership group? Do you remember? So it was Trippier, LaSalle. maybe? As club captain. Yeah, Richie and Dan Byrne. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, none of them surprised me. Fucking hell. I mean, obviously, Jamal LaSalle is... It's great to see that he's playing a role behind the scenes still and he's being a professional. Um, but he's out for the rest of the season, isn't he? He is, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a shame we're not going to see him pick up another yellow card from the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that, man. That was such a... That was like the peak, peak, peak Eddie Howe time-wasting tactic at play, isn't it? it really um, is. I also love when we say, like, Joe Willock's out for the rest of the season. There's two games left. It, it sounds way more dramatic than it is but obviously there's a lot to play for still Wilson obviously he's provided lots of goals this season but also he has chipped in with a fair few assists and he got another one yesterday putting it on a plate for Bruno to wrap it up and make it 4-1 in the end speaking to Hodge Hodge said that Bruno was a bit better in this game but still not the fantastic Bruno that we've seen for majority of this season would you agree yeah, I mean, certainly much better performance than we've seen of him probably for the last five or six games, I'd say. But still not quite firing. And I think some of that might be just, I think he's playing that a little bit too deep. And mm. he's not quite having the influence, which we're so used to, to seeing. But some of that might also be teams just finding us out a little bit. And I know he certainly likes to hold on to the ball a little bit too long at times. And I think certainly yeah. some teams have capitalised on that. I mean, Arsenal certainly. They really did, yeah. They, they they figured us out very, very easily. I felt like Joe Linton was just up for a fight, wasn't he? He had that crazed look in his eyes. He usually does. I think there is a one point, there is a there is a free kick not given. And Joe Linton, you could see he just saw red and he had to be pulled away by a couple of our players. I think, it was, <laughs> uh, I think a corner ended up getting given, but he was not. I think it was um, Caicedo who was just a bit of a nuisance yesterday. He wasn't very good, mm. but he was just a nuisance. And he just, yeah, he just wanted, yeah, I think he just wanted to smack him. But I mean, he was a little bit restrained, which is unlike Joe Linton. But uh, that is I mean, unlike yeah, him, yeah. A, couple, a couple of our players definitely saw red yesterday. Bruno, again, being one of them who almost lost his shit for referee. Yeah. But booking him on a very soft tackle and then not giving him a, a blatant free kick. That was ridiculous. Bruno was like, it, I, I think it was a at a push a yellow card but what Bruno was saying to the ref as well is like that was his first challenge and obviously as usual no consistency in the refereeing I wouldn't say you're usually the best person to analyze the ref in gray you seem to like doing that um, it's my favorite pastime it is your favorite pastime but there was lots of crack going into it that the referee is from Merseyside and obviously all the conspiracy artists were like oh fucking hell how's this happened how's he going to be refereeing the game but funnily enough They've all gone quiet now that we've smacked Brighton 4-1. A crazy, crazy thing to be talking about going into the game. But that was pretty much it. So that was the the four goals that we scored. Obviously, on paper, a very convincing result in the end and very much needed. And the boys have really, really stepped up as a team when they needed to. 
because if we'd lost that or even got a draw, the outlook was looking a lot more bleak. As it is, we're going into two more games. So we've got Leicester on Monday and then we've got Chelsea quite soon afterwards. Um needing one more win or three more points to definitely secure that Champions League spot. So we're four points ahead of Liverpool, sitting in third with two games to go, same number of games played. Do you think we can do it, Gray? I've believed for a little while now that we can do it. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I'd certainly back ourselves against Leicester. But I think, like I've been saying, it just comes down to to our midfield and who's going to be fit and who's not. So it could be touch and go in. but Leicester on the day can be a tricky side I certainly hope we've got it wrapped up before we go to Stamford Bridge on the last day of the season because I think that could be a tricky game to try and get a win let's hope our new signing James Madison does us a favour as well I mean he'll want to be playing Champions League football next year won't he so <laughs> yeah I'm very nervous I'm very nervous but then again I was very nervous going into the Brighton game so hopefully they can do us a favour and all those nerves will have been for nothing Looking ahead to the Leicester game, obviously a few players now missing. Looks like that's Joe Willock's season over. A fantastic season for him. Joe Linton, so Eddie said the two Joes. Joe Linton not looking too good, picking something up. I think you said Trippier got a bump at the end, but hopefully nothing to worry about. With Longstaff already out, leaves us very light on those crucial central midfield positions, Gray. It's almost certain that Elliot Anderson's going to have a role to play in that centre mid. And it's just by doing a quick sweep on the internet, looks like Lewis Miley, who is a very young lad, has been recalled from like a young tournament somewhere, might have a role to play as well. That's got to be a danger area or a huge risk area going into this game, hasn't it? That central midfield now. Yeah, and I think especially against Leicester as well, who who on paper have quite a strong midfield and strong strong players strong ball players and I mean mm. Tillman's in particular just carries the ball well we all know Madison's quality so it's uh yeah I kind of feel that's certainly going to be the key battle area on Monday night here it always is against Leicester so it's going to be it's going to be a tricky one but yeah I mean it'd be it'd be really interesting to see what how does whether there might be a little tweak in formation I don't know I think he's got some tough calls to make. I totally agree. Could be time for a four-four-two. You never know. Old school. Um, we've got those wingers. We could, we've got that's somewhere where we do actually have a bit of uh, depth at the minute. Be mad to see it though. Eddie Howe playing a four-four-two. On that, so looking ahead to Leicester, uh, I think Monsieur Hodgson has submitted his score prediction. Monsieur Hodgson has gone with two-nil to Newcastle United. Um, for once, actually back in his own team. Uh, I have already placed my bet three-nil. Newcastle United I'm going for so it sounds a bit contradictory saying I'm super nervous that, but then putting a bet on for 3-0 what are you going with Gray what's your score prediction for Leicester well I've put my bet on already and I regret doing it after hearing the news about Joe Linton but I've put 5-1 on 5-1 <laughs> 5-1 on yeah. okay I mean at least the payout is potentially quite big uh, the drinks will be on you if that comes in bought my lottery ticket i think i might have a better chance of winning that than you do that bet but <laughs> i'm here i'm here to be proved wrong it's about time wilson gets that hat trick it really is he needs to uh, he needs to get that 20 goals somehow yeah so that that pretty much wraps us up i think last couple of things to talk about we alluded to it earlier and um, when we talked about trippy had been nominated for player of the season which is fantastic news and very very well deserved we saw obviously earlier in the week that eddie howe quite rightly has been nominated for manager of the season Sven Botman and Alexander Isaac have both been nominated for young player of the season I mean great it's absolutely unheard of for any of our players or managers to be anywhere near those nominations isn't it 
it's been a little while i think hasn't it yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. i couldn't even it'd probably be a good quiz question actually who is who is our last player to be nominated probably shearer <laughs> player of the season yeah i mean it's just i think testament to how we've played and just yeah our team as a whole and i mean eddie howard deserves all the plaudits he's getting i mean taking us from was it 19th in the league when when he took over to yeah basically trying to consolidate third this year it's just an incredible incredible effort and i mean i was thinking bobby robson i don't know if it's too soon to compare eddie howard to bobby robson but robson did something very similar but i don't think we made it to champions league in his first full season but he certainly saved us from relegation Mm. and got us up to mid table and then we were pushing europe after that so it's just Mm. Some, some probably quite interesting comparisons to be drawn. It might be something we look at in the off season, but it'd be a, yeah, it's just super exciting. And yeah, for me, how deserves it. Yeah. As an adult, I mean, this has been the best season I've ever had as a Newcastle United fan without sounding too soppy bollocks about it. But obviously when we were younger, we, we had some good times uh, under Bobby Robson, as you say, we have had the odd success, like getting to Europe with Alan Pardew, but this by far, everything on and off the pitch has been the best season that I've ever witnessed as a Newcastle United fan. I don't know if you agree, Gray. Yeah, certainly. I mean, getting to the cup final and just the whole buzz around the club. I mean, even just, you look at the ladies side who won the league as well. I think brilliant. give them another shout out because, I mean, just incredible to get into national, the national tier of football and just, yeah, everything about the club at the minute is so, so positive and on a hell of a ride and just, long may it continue i mean the wheels are going to come up at some point no doubt in the, in the future but i mean let's just enjoy it while we can because it's uh it's so so good and it's just i mean a stark contrast from where we were two three years ago yeah loving it loving every second indeed on that really really nice and positive note we'll probably end it there Hopefully we can take that positivity into the game against Leicester and we can secure ourselves what would be very well-deserved Champions League football, but you never know in this game. Thank you all very much for listening and we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.